Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, alongside me on the computer screen, Pat Charmel. Producer Pat, how are you, brother? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm chilling. I'm in the studio by myself for the umpteen time. I haven't seen you in months. I need a hug, bro. I know. Man. Did, what, I know did, what did you eat? What did you eat for lunch today, man? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I just had breakfast. I didn't. I don't. I, I don't eat lunch usually. Well, bro, I feel like I, I feel like I ask you what you eat every day. So, I, so you, the you last time get... you said avocado. Oh, oh see, look uh, yeah. here's here. Look, our guest, our guest is even knows even knows the episodes before we introduce her. Kim Kaspari. Kim, how are you? Today's guest. How's everything? I am fantastic. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I do remember that he talked about avocado. So, <laughs> Pat, you know what? Pat is a big, yeah, Pat's a healthy guy. Pat loves a good avocado. So, Kim, you are today's guest. Hi. We are so happy to have you. Kim owns a health and wellness studio in New York City and is currently in Orlando, Florida, in the NBA bubble. And the NBA season is officially back. So, Kim, how are you? I am great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It's nice to talk to someone outside the bubble. We have been here for 17 days now, and it's been like the most outrageous, crazy experience ever. Um, I feel like we're literally like in a bubble outside the universe of the rest of the world. Um, But yeah, we've been, it's been great so far. So good. I, um, I do miss home and flex and obviously my team there in New York at the, at my health and wellness studio, but, um, it's so far, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. We're having a good time. That's great. So Kim mentioning flex, which is a premier health and wellness studio (laughs) in New York city. Um, all the big shots go there. If you go to Kim's studio, you'll be sure to see some. So Kim with the NBA season just beginning, I'm sure it's very exciting uh, for you. So I, I'll just let you give a quick background of yourself. Uh, but there's so much to tell. So kind of kind of break down what you're doing in Orlando and what sure. you've been doing the past few years. Okay, sure. So I'm a I um, I'm a physical therapist. I um, basically got hurt when I was a really young and, and it turned into this whole big thing where I wasn't really getting the care I needed. And then the physical therapist I worked with wasn't so great. And I remember as like a kid being like, how, like, I don't want anyone ever to feel this way. I think it's terrible that you could like, you go to someone to get care and you just didn't really feel like you were being taken care of. So I decided right then and there, I was like taking care of athletes for my journey in life. And I became like an athletic trainer and I became a strength conditioning coach. Cause so I really wanted to like learn about injuries and how to prevent them from the strength and conditioning side. And then from the athletic training side, I wanted to like live in the wake of the injury, like on the field or on the court. And then um, all knowing that I wanted to become a physical therapist and really do rehab and help people that felt like they were like injured or, you know, just, dis- just feeling like they were not themselves or they just didn't feel like they, um, they didn't feel great. Like I wanted to be able to like give them a pathway to feel better. So I created like a health and wellness studio in New York city, as you mentioned, flex. 
And that was like a combination of athletic training and physical therapy and strength and conditioning and acupuncture and all these things under one roof. And I created that, which is so weird because I created that so like a person in New York City could feel like a professional athlete. Like the care that a professional athlete gets is like, you know, you get like your team, you come into the training room, everyone knows your name, you feel like you have like this rapport with like a big group of people that want to take care of you and support you. And it feels like so good. And, and that's how like I designed it at Flex that people like really could feel like they had the support no matter what in your life, you could be, you know, an a tennis guy from you know like a big college collegiate tennis player you wanting to live out your dream and like like get, stay healthy and awesome and that was like a path that I always wanted people to feel like they could like always continue to feel good and live whatever you know go along whatever journey they wanted in their health and like run a marathon at 60 or whatever they wanted so wow. and now like being here in a professional sports environment forget the bubble part but just being in the professional sports arena like it's kind of really cool knowing like how badass flex actually is that could take care of people because we're like the way that professional athletes like the care that they get is phenomenal but i feel like like we really designed a good structure at flex that kind of does that same thing so i feel like this is like such a full circle for me because i've been doing this for so long and i created this like environment for people to feel supported and great and now I'm here in that environment that I always wanted people to feel like they had and it's been like uh it's sort of like a surreal experience for me that's great so I I mean initially it sounds like uh you went to New York City you were going to create this big health and wellness studio and become the biggest name in New York City which you have and then how did you how did you kind of um I don't want to say stumble upon but how did you get into the mix and being one of the, what, 350 <laughs> people in the bubble down there? Like, how did that yeah. happen? Um, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's, I'm like one of, I think, 40 physical therapists in the bubble, maybe. Oh, wow. Maybe not even. Um, well, five years ago, I started working with one of the athletes for, I, I work with a couple of professional athletes when the doctor, like, if a surgeon has a surgery, they're like, the only person I could take care of that guy or that athlete for the first couple of weeks that they have to surgery is Kim or whatever. So they'll like have me come in, I'll consult on the case. I'll see the athlete for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, the athlete goes along with their team and keeps working with their team. Now it's quickly, so- sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt too, um, too many times that this will happen. Please a few times. interrupt as many times okay. as you want. I love but- it. <laughs> but in terms of like, um, you know, the athletes just seeing Kim, you know, seeing yourself just for the first couple of weeks, do you kind of give like a training regimen to the NBA team's physical therapist itself? Because I know initially you were working with a few NBA guys who had an issue and they didn't want to work with anyone besides you. So, I mean, that must have been tough just because there aren't a lot of, or not all NBA players live in New York City and aren't able to come to your office every day. So kind of, how did that work? Yeah, no, I think the the sports medicine teams, like are like the people on, like the physical therapists or whoever, we're all sort of receptive of like other people kind of coming in a second pair of eyes, whatever it is. So um, if, if I was just, put on the case like maybe right the guy like is in Kansas or whatever and you know his team's back in Kansas but he comes to New York I'm with him for four weeks and then I do I give the regimen over to 
whoever's taking over, you know, you just kind of like pass the baton. So I think it's super easy. I mean, it's, it's just like professional way of handling things. So like they're, they're usually really receptive and then it just works out. It just so happened that this particular player on this particular team, I was, my job was only for four weeks and that was five years ago. So I've been with this guy forever. So, but it's great. So it's been, it's been really good. And when this sort of this hat, this bubble was coming to be, um, one of the biggest risks for all these guys was going to be a risk for injury because yeah, I mean, they took off what, how many weeks, right? So they were either not doing anything and they were like playing Xbox or they're doing, or they were doing, or they were doing like too much and they were whatever it was like, you know, these guys were kind of left on their own devices. I think a lot of the, I think most of them did a really good job, but it was a massive risk for re-entry into the sport. Like this was like a big deal. Like people could get very injured. And I think everybody involved did a good job, but because it was such a big risk, my, my presence and my ability to be here was really, really important. So you're, um, you know, you talk about your presence and such and, um, I, I've I've met you a few times, so has Pat, and you really do have a terrific presence in terms of like just gathering everyone's attention. It's really great, Kim. So uh, we we wanted to know kind of what the what the schedule is like down there. What, I mean, what, what you waking up at five a.m. What what's the story? My schedule. Um, we wake up. I mean, yes, we can, we wake up at many hours, but you know, what's really the weirdest thing is that as soon as you wake up, you have to track, you have to take your temperature, your pulse ox, you have to answer a questionnaire before you leave the room. Like if you see this, you can see this bracelet on my hand. Yeah. If you guys are checking it out on YouTube, which you should be, Kim's got a cool bracelet on. This is our pet. Like this is our magic band. We can go nowhere unless this thing turns green. You want to bring so that in we, a little bit closer so you can see it? So we go. So that, it literally has Mickey Mouse ears. Okay. Oh, and, right. Disney World. There you go. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Disney is, you know, you're in Disney here. Everything has Mickey Mouse ears. I, I bet. I bet. It's, it's crazy. From like the golf tees to like the, like, you can't get like a Rice Krispie treat without it having Mickey Mouse ears. So, yeah, so this thing, so we have to check in every morning, and then once we check in and we do our pulse ox and our temperature, it reads it digitally, and then we can move about the campus. But if we don't do that, the minute we wake up, or at least a period of time thereafter, we can't do it. We can't leave. We can't even go from our building to where, like, our team room is for food. We can't go, we can't do anything. So, like, this has to turn green no matter where we go in or out. So if we go to like the arena, you scan this before you walk in and there's like people there and you're just like, so it's like a whole thing. So literally that is the, that's like my first couple minutes of the day. And then, you know, we do like a lot of treatments and we're like working like with the, with the, with the guys, but like a lot of the things is like, you know, like I'm having lunch with the players or I'll go to like dinner with the coaches and that's really cool. But but around here, it's cool because we have like, we have this, it's like a lake and everybody, so there's like each building has one or two teams inside the building. And then, so, and then you just like see like Russell Westbrook on the, on the Westbrook, like on the boat, like Butler, like 
or like Plaza. across the street, yeah. like on the like, Gianna Santa like, uh, on the balcony over there. Totally, like someone's on the balcony, and then all of a sudden, like guys are playing cornhole, and then like pool volleyball. It's just like it's like this crazy weird camp that everybody yeah, feels. So- it feels like it yeah. sounds like a college <laughs> camp, kind of. It it is. It's a camp for above like twenty year olds, and <laughs> everybody here is like an NBA superstar, and um. And you're just like they're all like hanging out, and it's just it's it's absolutely wild. It's right. It's really so Kim, wild. so Kim, you being down there, making sure everyone is nice and right, nobody's gonna be straining any hamstrings, pulling any quads or whatever. Yeah. Um, so obviously, health and wellness a very important part of sports and life. What are these guys eating down there? You know, I would <laughs> consider that food is a super important part of health and wellness. And I've seen some of these guys complain, but what is the, what's the kind of food vibe situation there? Okay. So the food vibe is very interesting. I would never complain about the food here because yeah, like, you I'm, wouldn't, you wouldn't, but I'm, uh, but I'm seeing some <laughs> NBA superstars. They're, complain. they're super, they super complain about it. I mean, look, if they need to vocalize their opinion so they can get the right fuel for their fire, then go ahead because that's what they need to do. So our team has brought in like different types of chefs and like we've, they've really got it down now that they have like different people coming in to really help out with the food. So it's, it's more edible for the guys and the guys are happier. And um, I think we, we got out some of the kinks over the last couple of weeks and now they're like, you know, it's like, chicken rice vegetables it's all the things that you would think like that would be high in protein but then you know there's these like these like me the problem is that they get these meals and by you know we have to get them in these like to go to go containers and nothing like looks very appetizing like it's not like you're like sitting down at like with a plate and like silverware you know it's kind of weird because everything has to be like non like contact so the guys just like it's just not like so appetizing like the guys get the friscos a lot they order from the friscos a lot right. they order from like the restaurant a lot but i mean i think it's 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 good because they're getting what they need now and they're they're definitely not starving we get like right. 10 minutes and, and every and everyone's eating the same thing so like you know there aren't people on like no everyone's level, not right? eating the same thing oh they're so not team, sorry yeah so it's wild no because every team has like a different chef that like works with your chef yeah so every like so we'll go by and we walk by and we'll see like other guys like like the Dell like mavericks or like the like the rockets or whatever and we'll walk by and we like want their food way more than we want our food because we keep but like everybody's we have like everybody has like a different chef i mean it's like it's like a 3.5 star hotel (laughs) meal i was gonna say are they like trading food like at like a at like the cafeteria you don't even know like some people will just like sneak up and go to the the different line because like sometimes they just yeah they do. Well, I mean, they're, they're all like six, eight anyway, and they're all NBA players. I'm sure people can't keep track of the people on their team. So yeah. question, question, Kim, um, yeah. do, does everyone need to like wear a mask when they're not inside their room like you or on the balcony? Yeah, no, we have to wear a mask 24-7. Wow. All so even time. though the bubble is fully contained and I've seen articles that say that there's zero positive COVID tests. I guess the same thing happened in the NHL. I haven't really been following the NHL, but apparently um, they have zero COVID tests as well. But um, I guess it's just like, yeah. 
it's just reassuring to make sure that um, this isn't an issue again and there's a second and third wave because I don't know sure. if you've been, I don't know if you've seen um, in, in the MLB, the Miami Marlins had 13 players on their roster who had coronavirus exactly. three days ago. So yeah, so cool. because the MLB had that, there are the NBA's already considering having another bubble next year because they just don't think we're going to be able to contain it. Yeah, so the entire season might be in a bubble. I mean, look, you're talking coming- about you're talking about from now until the end of the playoffs, which is what August fifteenth. Yeah, uh, no, the end of the playoffs is October thirteenth. Oh, if what we the- go all the way to October thirteenth. Right? Okay, and and they're saying that even so when next- it picks up again. Hmm. Wow. There'd be another bubble. I mean, that's only talk, and I'm de- definitely not the chairman of the NBA, so don't quote me. But it's right. just like there's already sort of this like kind of like h- conversation going, like, well, what's next year going to be like? And next year, like, the only thing people keep talking about is if there's going to be a bubble or not a bubble. So we might be doing this all over again next year. It's a crazy time, and you know, I can only imagine how hot it is wearing a bubble in the or excuse me, wearing a mask in the Orlando bubble. I was walking it, around. I was walking around the city today with that mask. When I'm not around anyone, I gotta let. I gotta let it out. Yeah, I gotta let, let it out. And mouth out. It's yeah. too much. So, Kim, you were saying about how um, not everyone has the same food, which is very surprising. Does everyone have the same room down there? Is LeBron in the King Suite or what? So, but, um, that is a hard question for me to answer because I, I think seniority wins. So I think, yeah, I think there's definitely like, you know, the medical staff is on sort of a floor. Okay. Like a different floor. Right. 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 And you know, in fairness, you know, Kim, in, in fairness to LeBron, it is, it is Walt Disney studios. I mean, it is the Walt Disney hotel, right? So like, I can't imagine how crazy the suite is. I don't know, Pat, you've been on some pretty fancy vacations down there in Florida. You tell me. Are the, are the suites no, crazy? I don't know. I heard, I, well, I, I heard that aren't like the higher seed, seated teams getting nicer accommodations oh. or is that oh, not I'm a gonna, thing? No, Pat, unbelievable. So they're getting, so the higher seated teams are all in one hotel Oh. Because they're they're smart. Because what is, what they're gonna do is they're just gonna keep consolidating the bubble into like one hotel. Right. So like, yeah. are where so the so particularly the yacht club is like one type of seated team. We're like the middle, like where you know we're kind of fourth or fifth on in the in the playoff ranking or fifth in the playoff ranking. And then like the higher seated teams are in this one hotel. So that hotel happens to be like the nicest hotel. But I also think I also think it's also like kind of for logistics. Like it's a bigger hotel. It has right. six restaurants. It has like you know like we have one restaurant. Like we're it's not as. But I think it's also because like as you frame it down, you're going to need to keep people in like one spot, and that happens to be like the best spot to do that with. So, but right. So like there is definitely people have if you're like a high up in the franchise like if you're a franchise player you get probably the nicest room I'm right, not, I, mean, I mean it's been funny just even like I, we were talking initially about um some of the players complaining about the food they were like <laughs> on their instagrams or whatever they're like i know lebron ain't eating this 
<laughs> yeah, well, he was like the first one to complain about it, which like started the whole thing. And Disney was so upset because he was, they were like, "Stop like talking about our food. Like we're we're trying our best." Yeah, literally, but, and, and you know, it's really quite it's quite the experiment they put together in such a short amount of time. Like, if only our country was this organized, right? It'd be it'd be really great. We would have no problems. Like, if our country was as organized as the NBA, we would have the, the NBA has done such a phenomenal job. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, like, they put all these guys together that are used to being, like, in the Ritz or the Peninsula in these, in these rooms that are definitely not Ritz and Peninsula. They gave them, like, kind of the best food that they can give them. But what they did, but they, what is so important is that they kept us really safe. They have, like, there's no, like, Besides the guy that went out to a strip club, but like, and <laughs> Lou Williams, shout out yeah. Lou Williams. You're not getting it, getting, getting away clean here. Go ahead. No, see, he goes out to the strip club. So now he's quarantined for 10 days. <laughs> so part, like, so like the whole thing is, is that they've done such a good job at just the big things like that. I mean, they should run like Adam Silver should run our country, like right. hands down. Yeah, I've I yeah. mean I've always I've always thought um Adam Silver was a prime presidential candidate. But New York killing COVID <laughs> anyway. Um we are doing a good job over here. So Kim, you've yeah. seen a number of NBA players um ball within the last few weeks. Do you uh, do you have any opinions on who's going to win MVP or who's going to have the greatest bubble performance? Okay. So, um I would say that the gr- the per- the group that's going to have the greatest in general the group that's going to have the greatest bubble performance is the group that can like survive this bubble nonsense so like being really resilient like be- keeping up with team spirit making sure that like you know like it just doesn't get away from you that you're just you know cuz it kind of gets monotonous and you just feel like you're going th- it- through the motions a little bit so like it's the team that's going to really like become a team like stick together stay strong like you know, if, like the Warriors were here, they would win the whole thing, right? Because it's just like they're dynamic in their their energy. Um, so I think it's really going to come down to keeping people healthy, which is why I'm here, and keeping people's like mind and spirit engaged. Now, with that being said, the like a LeBron James and the like those kind of teams, like they're definitely looking like they're going to pull it out really right like because they're taking yeah but i again like walker or like he would be much better at this question because i still don't really like he would say lebron james 100 percent would get mvp right or like Giannis. like i would say that i think that people still have a chance to like really pull through and make some make some big waves here like i think that lower seeds if they have spirit and energy and really want to like push through like they're playing with no fans like you have to kind you have to conjure up like your own like fierceness through this whole thing like you can't you know so i feel like that if that comes through they're going to those kind those kind of teams are going to win right kim uh, just mentioned walker who was in pat what was it episode 30 we we recap with the college homies either episode 30 or 31 you guys check that one out but yeah walker uh, loves LeBron James. So Kim, um, I, I, I know that it's going to yeah. be a crazy experience for anyone going into the bubble down there in Orlando. And you were also a first time mother within the last few months. So what kind of, I mean, what kind of, um, 
what kind of feelings have you been having since, you know, being away from your daughter who's what, six, six months, seven months old six, now? Seven months old, right, Teddy? And she's right. so freaking cute. Oh, she so. is very cute. We got Pat, can we pull up a picture right here? Can we pull up a picture of Kim? We're putting, we're putting a picture up right now. Here she <laughs> Are is. You? Here she is. Here's a beautiful Mariah picture. Well, you can't see it right here, but we're, we're pulling it up. Here it is. Pat's, <laughs> Pat's got it. Uh, but oh, yeah, sorry. Awesome. Speak on that. Speak ahead. Speak on that. So, um, I, uh, it's being a first time mom, you would never, ever think that you would leave your child after six months. I mean, that's less time than you were pregnant with her. Like, so that just doesn't seem like that would be something, um, you know, it's really like, you know, there's a lot of feelings of like guilt and there's some feelings of just like, just you're missing like so much FOMO, man. Like if you thought you had FOMO, like without like I have so oh much. Oh my god, FOMO. forget! I can only imagine. <laughs> I, I remember Kim. Also, I remember like, like if I were if I was in college or I didn't go to a bar party, I'd just be the yes. rest of the weekend. I'd be screwed. But I couldn't imagine having a child. Yeah. No, but like no, I'm so with you. Like if I didn't like go to that party or like host the best day or whatever, like I would always be like, oh my god, like now I'm missing her like first step. Or her, like, oh first, God, like, right, her right. first, like, whatever. It's, like, it is so much. Like, I just, like, I want to stop her in time and just say, you <laughs> cannot grow until I'm done with the bubble. But it's not happening that way because she's super active and so much more mobile than she ever was. And, um, you know, every day I just wake up and just say I'm doing it for her. And I just got to keep, I got to keep going. And um, I know that she'll totally get it later and she doesn't honestly though okay so I go and I'm like hi like I get in her little face and I'm like hi mommy's here and she's like yeah what's up and then she's just like doesn't even know like she can't even like so it's like she just doesn't miss right, me right she's right fine. so it's like it's like you're like well why should I care about her what, she's, right whatever. yeah whatever <laughs> hilarious <laughs> but um you know it's, it's it really is it it, it is pretty it, it is pretty amazing that um all you guys down there are able to work and you guys are accumulating a salary. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with these NBA players. And you know, while it's tough, there's, you know, there's not a lot to eat or whatever. At least these guys are still getting paid their millions of dollars. I'm sure that yeah. they're happy about that. Right. Yeah. I think that, and I honestly, I think these guys like know, working with them a lot, they love the game of basketball. Like they love getting on that court. So like that would, that's like, air to them so like for them not to be able to finish out their season I think would have been super it's just like a it's it's really difficult this is the bubble nobody was excited about getting here but now that they're here I think people are really like pumped like you know I was I was treating some guy and he he said um he's like it's like a big game of it's like a big pickup game you know like they just get on the court and they don't play for fans anymore they just play for the love of the sport which I think is amazing like it right. just brings it back to something that's completely real and like you know like vulnerable and everybody's just like living in their moment it's it's pretty cool i mean right well i mean it definitely brings them back to like i'm sure when they were hooping outside and their mom was screaming at them to come in for dinner or something like that no uh, that's but. exactly i think that's exactly right and i just it's so and it's cool but trust me they're happy about the the bills too they're happy about making money Right, sure. I bet. So, uh, Kim, what's it like in the bubble being a woman? So, how what's the <laughs> what's the ratio what, down there? Do you want to know the ratio? I think yeah. it's like okay, like let's say that there's about 814 people in this bubble because there's okay. what 22 teams and 37. 
30, there's 37 people from each team. So, and that, and that includes the players. So that's only 20 staff for every, for 17 players, 20 staff. That's it. Um, when we used to have traveling parties of like 120, right? right, right so this right. is like super different. Um, and I think I'm probably one of 16 women. Out of eight, out of 800? In 14. I mean, I could totally, wow. okay. First wow. of all, Daddy, I could totally be wrong, but just the ratio I do in my head, even being here, like I was talking to the, the medical director of the Mavericks, like they don't have one woman staff member on their team at this moment and oh, like right. some and other so if you're if you're figuring that every other team has one staff one woman maybe staff. one maybe yeah. one so what that and now i already know that two teams definitely don't have any so now there's 20 or so women in this bubble maybe so wow that's um yeah. super interesting but it it's, yeah. it's it's really great that you're down there and doing what it's, you love it it's it's just like it's it's, it's interesting to hear how you put this business together in New York city, you know, this health and wellness studio kind of just wanting to make, I'll, I'll say regular with quotation marks, but regular people feel like athletes. Yeah. And then like a few years yeah. later, you are literally with the athletes in the bubble down there. It blows my mind. It's just like the fact that this whole thing is just coming together like that. It's, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I really think that like treating people like with support and care and like nurturing them, like just past even better health. So like they're in better health, but now they know that you're like there for life, right? So like these guys aren't all injured, but they know that we're there for them no matter what they need, no matter when it is, like we're just here. So like to be able to give that to normal quote unquote people or people like in New York City, it's just like, come on, like who doesn't need support? Like who doesn't need like just someone that you can call on to just be like, oh, I twisted my ankle or, oh, oh this like, God, absolutely. You know? that's, that's why, that's why I love keeping producer Pat around just for, just to complain to. <laughs> hey, he is, he is a, he's a terrific producer. We can, uh, we don't have much more time, okay. but before, but before we let you go, we want to know what you do to have fun in the bubble down there. What do you do? Mini golf, do movies. Do? I don't know. What are you allowed to do? Um, I love, I'm going to the pool with the girls that are in the bubble with the women that, um, we're doing a lot of like pool time when we have a couple of minutes. So nice. like chilling at the pool, it's pretty good. How many, like, how, sorry, how many, how many pools are there? Is it just like um, all 800 people around one pool? Oh, so there's one pool at this one hotel and there's eight teams here. So it's like 300 and some odd people sharing that pool, but it's huh. Yeah, but and the it's guys, fine. Right. It's, most of the guys go fishing, so like they're all fishing. You know, the girls don't get the invites too much, but mm -hmm. we're getting there. We're you know, and um, <laughs> acclimating I, well. They're 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 these they're letting us come in every now and then. All right. Um, I play. Um, you know, we've been playing cornhole. Like we just like I keep. Yeah, I don't know. There was like a cornhole tournament. We've been doing that. A, a tournament. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it was pretty, it was it was funny. There was a bunch of you know every every team like had like four or five or six guys you know so it was fun. Um, we've been playing pickleball like just like I'm telling you it's camp. It's literally camp. Like you could you could work out, run on trails, go on a boat ride, like hang out with your friends at the pool. Like basically, 
just ha play some random pickleball. Like it's just been fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem like there's a shortage of activities down there. NBA bubble life, Kim Kaspari. Kim, thank you so much for joining us all the way from Orlando from the bubble. That was terrific. Producer Pat, I love you as always. Kim, that was really something so, so special. Episode 47. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We will see you later. Goodbye.